Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast of Bible reading and insight into God's Word. We're continuing our study in the book of Judges. We're still looking at the life of Samson. Spurgeon said that Samson himself is a riddle. He was not only a riddle maker, but he was himself an enigma, very difficult to explain. And as we read chapter 15, you will understand. <laughs> Samson has kind of come to him, his, his, his senses. He's calmed down and he's gone to uh, visit his uh, wife and he brings dinner. So let's just listen to verses 1 through 3 in the New King James Version of chapter 15 of Judges. After a while, in the time of wheat harvest, it happened that Samson visited his wife with a young goat. And he said, Let me go into my wife, into her room. But her father would not permit him to go in. Her father said, I really thought that you thoroughly hated her. Therefore, I gave her to your companion. Is not her younger sister better than she? Please, take her instead. And Samson said to them, This time I shall be blameless regarding the Philistines if I harm them. Again, Judges chapter 15 verses 1 through 3 in the New King James Version. I'll be back to share insights and close with prayer. Hi, I'm the host of 5 Minutes in the Word, a daily podcast which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Thank you for listening. If you don't mind, go ahead and like and follow Five Minutes in the Word on Facebook and Twitter. You can also hear my podcast almost everywhere podcasts are heard. Again, that was Judges chapter 15 verses 1 through 3 in the New King James Version. Samson is, again, he is an enigma trying to understand him. And this is setting up the scene that's going to happen later on in this this chapter. As a matter of fact, in tomorrow's reading, God say the same, that we, you know, get to it. But anyway, chapter, um, again, we're in chapter 15, looking at verses 1 through 3 in the New King James Version. In chapter 14, verses 4 through 18, Samson had conducted a seven-day wedding feast for his bride. But he left Timnah in a rage after the Philistine guests and attendants intimidated his wife into uh, giving them the answer to his riddle. Samson never consummated the marriage. Nevertheless, he assumes the woman is his wife, unaware that her father has given her to another man after he departed. And that was in chapter 14, verse 20. He brought a young goat to make amends. So it's like he brought her dinner dinner, uh, to make, you know, like I guess men today bring roses. He brought something that they could eat. Anyway, the the, uh, value of the present was small, 
but it was intended as a token of reconciliation and perhaps was uh, to be used that they might have supper together and in her apartments. And uh, she, she with him on his provisions so that they might be friends again. It was generous, generously done of, uh, of Samson, though he was the uh, party offended. So according to the commentaries, the wife should have been apologizing to him for putting the, her and him in the situation they were in in that she kept manipulating and asking and bothering him until he gave her the answer to the riddle. And you would think that Samson would learn, but I'm not going to spoil the story for those who don't know it. Let me continue from with the commentaries. Um, he was not allowed to see her because, of course, she's now another man's wife. And her father said, I really thought that you thoroughly hated her. And it's hard to know why Samson's father-in-law thought that Samson hated his wife. I guess, I mean, I don't know why that's hard to understand. <laughs> because he left, he was angry. And he killed 30 innocent people, well, 30 Philistines. And again, this is God's doing. So I can't say that they were innocent or not innocent. He killed 30 uh, men and took their clothes to pay the wager. But let me continue. Perhaps this was just an excuse to explain why he did what he did. Or perhaps Samson's Philistine wife poisoned her father's opinion of Samson. So that's better than the thought that I had. But let me continue. To avoid offense, or perhaps out of fear, the man offers Samson the sister of his uh, wife, of his bride. And... Um, Samson, however, is not satisfied with the offer, so he leaves again with a threat. Samson said to them, This time I shall be blameless regarding the Philistines if I harm them. Samson, vowing revenge, feels completely justified in his plan. God used Samson's ungodly, and God will use Samson's ungodly anger for his purposes, for God's purposes. This doesn't justify Samson's anger, but it shows the glory and power of God to use all things to his purpose. Even though Samson was angry with his wife's father, the real root of the problem was the bad choice that Samson made in love. And again, this is going to happen to Samson again. He had no business allowing himself to fall in love with an ungodly pagan woman. Let's pray. Father, we thank you. As we look at the life of Samson, we can look and shake our heads, but God, we thank you that even in our own lives, that we you take things that are ugly and you make things something beautiful out of it and we thank you for that father we thank you that um, the scripture tells us literally to guard our hearts with all diligence for out of it springs the issues of life and God we see through Samson that failure to guard our hearts can result in great trouble and that's in 
every aspect of our life. When we just do things with our head knowledge and not heart knowledge, not thinking it through, we will get in trouble. And Father, we thank you for your Holy Spirit who who tries to um, keeps a, you know keep us on the straight path. But again, we have volition and we thank you, Father. Thank you for taking messes that we make and using them for your purposes, for your plans in our lives. Father, we're praying for those who need you in a special way. Again, the needs are many. Praying for those who need you for um, for jobs, for a, a place to live, for protection, Father, because so much is going on. For uh, provisions, we thank you that, God, you are a prayer-hearing God. You hear and you listen, and we thank you for that, Father. You're a God of purpose. That's what uh, we're studying in our women's ministry. You are a God of purpose. You're not like pagan gods, that you have a different little idol for every little thing. We have one God, and we thank you, Father, that we only have to pray pray to you, and we praise you. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thank you for spending time in God's Word with me. Be blessed.